Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Season tickets are now on sale for the fall 2021 football season. The ticket offices at Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium and the Lee E. Williams Athletics and Assembly Center will be open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. Tickets can be purchased online through Ticketmaster or at the JSU Ticket Office, 601-979-2420. Tiger fans, welcome back to the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And we're back with part two of our discussion on what we're looking forward to the most this fall. Of course, I'm joined by Mike B, Ken Clark, and BJ. All right, fellas, so the elephant in the room, a lot of players leaving Jackson State, a lot of names in the transfer portal. Uh, So we expect to see a a different roster this fall. So let's talk about that complete roster makeup. That's something that I know you guys are really looking forward to, Ken Clark. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Coach Prime came in and – in December and got started and, and got got to working right away on building a, a top uh, recruiting class uh, in December. Uh, he was able to bring in a lot of pieces. A lot of those pieces weren't available in this spring. So what he what he was able to do is use the spring for basically a, a live trial, which was uh, we wanted to win right away. Um, he was able to add some pieces, but he also got to see what some of the players could do. I think a lot of the the exits that we're seeing through the transfer portal is as a result of uh, maybe the, the uh, those players not meeting the mark of the, of this coaching staff or where they want to be. So from a strategic roster makeup standpoint, I think the coaches are going to do everything they can to maximize the amount of available scholarships that they have. Uh, they're going to bring in the talent to fill in those uh, positions. They're going to address the O-line, D-line, and they're going to bring in – the pieces that they need to combine with what they've been able to see at practice. So uh, it's an exciting time because we don't really know what it's going to look like, the final product, the final roster, and, and it'll be something that'll give us an opportunity to come back together once we do get a final roster. So exciting. Uh, but in, in regards to the transfer portal, uh, it plagues a lot of – really every school. We see a lot of kids going to the transfer portal. 
Uh, but it worked both ways. You know, you can see players go out, but we can also take advantage of to have them come in. I agree, Ken. It's a total rebuild on the way, and I personally trust uh, Coach Prime's vision mm-hmm. and the offensive uh, staff and defensive staff. I trust them. Um, their evaluation of talent, and we talk about standards and expectations all the time, but Coach Prime and his staff are raising those. Right. And I'm ready to add some new horses to the stable. Absolutely. And with those new horses, one of the things I'm going to be looking forward to and combined with the players who are returning, who will emerge as the leaders of the team? That's going to be a question mark and something, a question that will be answered throughout the fall season as well. Who will emerge as the leaders, BJ? Well, naturally, I think you will want your signal caller to make, to take that role. And definitely, I definitely think some of those qualities are in Shadur. Um, I think we saw a few guys show leadership early in spring practice, starting with workouts and going to the summer. It's going to be interesting to see who takes on their leadership role head on. Um, every great team needs leaders. You need guys that are going to be in the forefront because things are not always going to go right. It's going to be some games where, you know, we might be down or, you know, if we are dominant, which I think we will be, you have to have those leaders out in front to keep everyone laser focused on whatever goals we're we're starting to to want to achieve. So um, going forward, um, it's a few guys that I'm I'm looking to, forward to being leaders. I'm not going to call no names, but. Call some names. Let's talk with the 1400 Club. <laughs> like, 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 put me on the spot, you know what? Um, this is your, BJ, it. this is your opinion of, of who you think may step up to a leadership role. This, this, we're not, it's not an indictment on any any players who you don't name. It's just saying that this is a guy who I, I think may step to that role. So let, let's hear. Defense, I'm, I'm just going to call some names. Um, Hemp, that's a guy that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Well, that's that's a given. Come on, BJ. Let's talk with the 1400 and, um, Club. One of the new guys <laughs> that, I, that I really like. Um, I saw him a little bit as soon as he got here. He he like he just slid in. You would have thought he has been here for years, and that's Nugget. That's another mm. person that I'm looking yes. for to really stepping up and just really being a leader. Um, and and let me say something about that. You know, Nugget got to to Jackson when like January first, second, third. Right, right. And, and six yeah. weeks later, he's already you know stepping up as a leader. So just imagine now that he's had a time to get a, a whole you know season, spring season under his belt, a summer, be, get, become acclimated with the city, the fan base, the university. I think he could definitely step more in that role. But it's impressive to come in because you know typically when someone comes in, there's going to be a little bit timid and trying to right. fill everything out and get a lay of the land. So for him to be that vocal and that. You know, just step into that role right away tells me uh, that there's going to be a lot more in store from him. Oh yeah, yeah. Dejon Warren, you know, Nugget. He's a he's a true alpha dog. You know, he's not just a dog; he's an alpha dog. He's one of those guys that you know. You see those players; they just they just come into a space, and you know, from day one, they just uh, they make their presence known. You know who they are. They walk the walk. They talk the talk. Uh, Coach Prime has a saying that um, all leaders aren't dogs, and all dogs aren't leaders. So with uh with, with Nugget, you're hoping he's one of those guys that. Uh, that that can be both one of those guys that can you know get in the huddle and and, and command their presence, and uh, also in addition to to Nugget, you have um, Deontay Hampton as you mentioned. Uh, when I talked to him a couple of months ago on Tiger Talk, he said that one of his goals for for this year is to be more vocal and and, and, show, and step into more of a leadership role. So um, I'm confident that that he can uh, take on that role as well, and I'll be happy to see what other guys can uh, rise to the occasion and. And, uh, and and be a leader on this team, and you, you can always see those guys when I'm when I'm watching the games. I'm always, especially when I'm attending the games, I look at the sideline to see who's communicating, who's motivating, who's encouraging, and uh, I always saw uh, Nugget and Hampton out there doing it. 
Yeah, man, I I think you guys are right on the money. Uh, a couple of names that came to mind that, that was um, a little different than what uh, both of you mentioned. Shiloh. Shiloh oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I think oh, Shiloh uh, will – I think they've all kind of meshed in. I follow these guys on social media. Another name that comes to mind that, that, that just kind of – comes off as that blue collar, you know, leadership type guys. Uh, Niles Gaddy, you know, I I, I want to see how he's gonna be. Uh, he seems like he's gonna be. Um, he's got a little bit of that nasty in him, man. So uh, I think he's gonna be vocal. We're gonna be uh, high tempo. But but I like what BJ said. Uh, if you look at uh, from a recruiting standpoint, you know, Shador has put his stamp on his team. You know, he'll any any player we offer, he's going and and hey hey, we'd love to have you. You know and um, I think um, I think he's ready for that role. You know what I mean. So from from an offensive standpoint, I mean you could say you're upperclassmen, you know, or keep Corbin or Warren Newman, uh, but your signal caller on both sides, your linebackers. But I also think Shiloh and, and Nugget. You know, you, we, we got a team full of leaders, man. But you guys said some really good names. But Niles Gaddy, Shiloh are the two names that that you guys did mention that was on my mind. Well, it'll be interesting to see. And, you know, fellas, we've talked about the, the players and the different positions and, uh, le- you know, potential guys stepping up as, as leaders and things of that nature. But but let's shift gears a little bit. Let's move it over to the sideline. And when I say the sideline, I'm talking about the coaching staff. One of the things that I'm looking forward to is what will our coaches do differently or what will they do more of after they've reflected on spring ball? I, I don't really expect to see uh, many changes uh, that I could think of. I just – you know, I think the biggest thing is 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 a is a a how can you say it a better working rapport amongst each other, better game day operations, better situational football. Um, I think the coaching staff, uh, Coach Prime, gave himself a D. I was like, wow, you know. Um, so I expect him to be a lot more focused, better game plans, um, and they're gonna have their guys in place. So. I just expect them to see to see much of the same, but just more of them doing it and actually, you know, more muscle memory. So not too many changes, just more familiarity with what they were doing in better game day operations. I definitely agree. Going forward, yeah. um, they have had a short time together, and as with time, things get better. So I expect them to be somewhat the same, but just being more comfortable. Um, this will be, quote, unquote, year two, but this will be, in my opinion, year one. With the full summer, full going from fall camp going to the season, and I think we'll be fine there. I have full confidence in this coaching staff. I don't think that you're going to see much of a. Uh, it'll be less evaluation and more just we got to go for it, man. I mean, right? Uh, they'll have more time with the players over the summer, as Coach Prime mentioned, and that you know he want all the players in summer school, so they they got months to get get that you know build that right. that, that chemistry amongst right. from a team standpoint. And you're going to just see more, just better football. I think you'll see a better brand of football. Uh, when you got coaches that show up and they got to go play a game six weeks after they met the kids, that's hard, man. That's I don't care how you try to spin it. It's hard to do. So, um, But it's exciting, though. See, CJ wow. Anson put that into perspective. He, he was on the show most recently. Great job. Yes, you actually uh, you know, you interviewed him. So, And I know that's kind of what you were, were – were, thinking of as, as you stated that and you stated that yourself way before he said it i think he just came in and it really just uh just hammered it home or just, or just hit it home but from the perspective of a former football player 
going through a and he's had coaching changes obviously during his time at Jackson State so he's, <laughs> he's had to learn different <clears throat> systems different playbooks so he said something that really stood out he said that this team during the spring exceeded his expectations that's right a lot of players with a lot of fans were disappointed I and agree. The, the results he said they exceeded his expectations because he talked about coming in and learning a new playbook and, and in a few weeks he's and he talked about how long it takes him to learn a playbook and he said terminology that, yeah the terminology oh, and he said a lot of those plays where we gave up, uh, you know, big yardage or busted plays, he said that's simply because they just hadn't learned the playbook. They were thinking they were supposed to go left, and they are actually supposed to go right or, 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 or a word. They might have – they think they learned the playbook, but a lot of times you can – it's not just about learning the playbook. You have to play fast. You can't right. be on the field thinking. You have to well, just react. Well, two, one thing I want to add, because this was highly noticeable in the SWAC championship game, man, it's loud. He it mentioned is. that. He mentioned that 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 purge noise, uh, and I know this may be kind of off topic, but if you go back into that SWAC championship game, you could tell that the coaches were getting frustrated with the amount of noise that was in the stadium because they couldn't really hear the calls that were going in. So imagine a kid that's on the field getting a. That's why you have to use hand signals and signs because it'd be so loud. But like he said, if you think they, the coach say lucky and you thought I said Lucy, you know what I mean. You have one kid going one direction when they should have went the other way. So right. uh, I think when it goes back to Coach Prime's recent interview, we got to get on point with the game day operations. And I know the boom, you know, does what they do and so forth. So not to be not to get too depth into that, we just have to make sure that we're in tune like with that. the football game. And I said we, because right. that it, it, sometimes it comes off as a little disjointed. It could be a little too loud, and our noise could go work. It could work against us. More so than for us, but anyway, just one little tidbit. Good point, Courtney. Oh, definitely, and you know, a lot of times when, when the coaches, Coach Prime, but but any coach when they're doing their their press conference interview and they have to, you know, walk that fine line of of taking the blame and you know not wanting to blame the players, but if it's a situation where players you know messed up and, and they point that out, it seems as though they're putting the blame on the players, but. When you hear Coach Prime, you know, kind of kind of allude to that, not blaming the players, but saying, hey, this, you know, players need to, you know, this is what the players need to do differently. And then you have a CJ come comes on and almost co-signs what he says by saying, hey, you know, this with this that was a busted play because this happened. And the players don't know the playbook and things of that nature. So I, I think all that kind of uh kind of adds up to to what we we've been talking about. And and definitely with this coaching staff, I know that's been a topic of discussion as well. And one of the things that I'm gonna be looking forward to going into the season going into the fall season is just you know with all the players being eligible it's go time for the Titans you know we've been talking about fall coach prime has been talking about fall since he got to Jackson State even before the spring season even kicked off so is it championship or bust for coach prime and staff I say no it's not championship or bust and here's why I say that um coach prime is literally dismantling the program from a from the nuts and bolts of it and rebuilding it brick by brick. The roots. We we hope to win a championship in the fall. We expect to win a championship every time we suit up. But if we're being realistic with what I think we didn't realize just how far off we had fallen. And mm-hmm. I think um we um we we're, we're gonna be close, you know, and like he said we're we going to be close, man. And he's bringing in the talent. And here's the thing that I'm excited about, just from a championship of bus standpoint. Man, it goes back to what CJ just said. CJ said, in, in regards to expectations, he said it took him almost a year to learn the playbook, man. 
Now you got a coach coming in that is going to be going to war with the players that he recruited. When you're recruiting players, you have a personal relationship with them, you built rapport with them, you know their name, and you have familiarity. That alone is going to allow a lot of the mistakes that we saw in the spring to be kind of eradicated. And when you combine that with the with the summer camp, the uh, the the offseason workouts, the much more time in the fold, I think you're going to see a better brand of football. And he's upgraded the talent in the room. Is it championship or bust? It just depends on who you ask. I think I'm saying for me, it's not. It, it's it's not. I want to see a better product. I'm not going to go out there unrealistic and say, man, we better win or else. And let me say this, too, for the fans that's always saying that. If we don't win a championship, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. So <laughs> it's, it's no need of going on, on social media and publicly bashing the coaches and the team. We got to understand that football, the games have to be won. They won and lost in between the lines. And I love the, the trajectory. I love what he's doing because – he is upgrading the room, man. And like he just said, he get to go sit in some living rooms. So I only expect – I expect this class, recruiting class to be the floor of what he's going to do and what's to come. Well, you know, like we say all the time, of course, our fan base can be sometimes over-emotional and sometimes can have some unrealistic yet um, good expectations. But <laughs> I agree with uh, Ken. Uh, I don't think it's championship or bust. Do I think we're going to be good? Yes. Do I think we're going to be a very good team? Yes. But I'm not going to go out on a limb and say it's just championship or bust. Because, like you said, we have hit rock bottom. And he's building it up from, like you said, brick by brick. So I definitely think we're headed in the right direction. I think we're going to be very good in the fall. Do I think the fall is going to be our, our peak? No, I think we're going to get better. But, um, like you said, I, I agree. Yeah, see, it's no fun when all of us agree. It doesn't make for a good show, but <laughs> but I'm right on board with you guys. Um, I think <laughs> we definitely have to give uh, Coach Prime and his staff some grace. Um, it, it takes a while to to um, you know bring in new players and, and establish a culture. We just talked about learning a playbook and learning new terminology. These new guys coming in, as talented as they are, it's new playbook, new terminology for them as well. So they have to they they have to get adapted to college life and being away from home and. You know, you know, learning what the nearest, you know, Popeyes is and so forth. So um, it, it's going to it's going to be a change for them as well. So, um, <laughs> so Mike, we, we, Mike Mike knows why I'm laughing. The Popeyes. This is an inside thing. And Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike love. I thought he was talking Mike, about that spicy Mike chicken sandwich. Man. Nah, he That's loved it. that chicken at Popeyes. <laughs> see, see, I, I, I was going to glance right over because because they're not paying us any money. So I, I was going to okay. glance right over there. Okay, <laughs> but. but <laughs> But 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 it, it's true. They they have to learn where you know where to get good 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 food, you know, groceries and so forth. What a Walmart is. They have to learn all this. So um, so it, it's going to take a while for them to. That's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, it, it, it's going to take a while to build a culture. So we definitely want to see progress. We want to see development. We want to see um, you know the players getting acclimated. But as far as far as the championship. Um, I hate to tell Jesse fans to, you know, sort of curb your expectations there, but uh, we almost have to because as much as we like to believe it or not, the, the SWAC is very competitive. It's competitively. Oh, yeah, and it just got stronger. Go more than exactly. than I agree. 
Well, I, and one reason why it was already getting stronger. I don't want to, you know, people, especially the outsiders, they hate when we give Coach Prime all the all the credit, whether it's like <laughs> ESPN games or whatever. So I'm not gonna give him credit because the SWAC was definitely becoming a much more competitive league. If you look around at the spring, uh, you know, schedule in the games, uh, so teams were a lot better. But it, this is where I'm, I'm gonna have to give him credit. He is forcing these other coaches these other programs to step up from a recruiting standpoint. I know for a fact they are putting out offers that normally they wouldn't have put out. If Coach Prime is coming in and offering three, four, three and four star kids and landing some, some of them, if you're opposing coach, you have no choice but to but to put your uh, you know put those offers out there now. And I think they're going to land some land some simply because of this potential culture shift that that we're seeing in college mm-hmm. athletics with players going to HBCU. So right. uh, definitely a, a stronger conference. If they don't want to admit it, that's fine, but. Uh, the primus effect is definitely a real thing. It's definitely a real thing. Also, I want to give a shout out to our athletic department over there. I think they also are raising the bar. Absolutely, man. Oh, yeah. These are, are really paying attention to what AD Robinson is doing. Correct. And, uh, I, I definitely got to give them their props. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And another thing I'm looking forward to, you know, you guys can just talked about, you know, the fans, things of that nature, but not only the fans, but the, the, the media as well, that, that fan media engagement in the fall. Is the honeymoon over? Will it be over if we underachieve? Will, will the media circus grow or will it taper off now that we've had a full, at that point, it'll be, you know, the full eight, nine months of Coach Prime? Mike B., what do you think? Um, I think the interest is still there. Um, I definitely see that the interest is still there. Um, you know, will we get, you know, these prime spots on, um, on ESPN when we're competing with the, the uh, power fives of the world? Uh, probably not. That's not a real expectation. But um, as far as engagement from from a social media perspective, from the fan perspective, um, you know, if, if you look around, you see uh, all these you know celebrities there sending their sons and daughters to H- HBCUs. Um, so uh, I expect the engagement to um, to continue to to increase. But uh, again, uh, you know, a, a lot of this is riding on the um, the success or failure. Uh, of Coach Prime and his staff. So, um, is, is the honeymoon over? Um, based on what I what I've seen from social media, um, I would say no because the people who are are talking bad about about the the staff are the people who were talking bad about it. You know, when he first got here. So uh, that it really hasn't changed anything. Uh, I still think um, that uh, for the most part, uh, our, our JSU fan base is uh, understanding of the task at hand. And um, I, w- I would not say the honeymoon, quote unquote, is, is over at this point. Man, absolutely not, man. We're just getting started. <laughs> We're just getting started, baby. This is, uh, man, listen, we got, uh, again, we kicked it. We kicked the first part, you know, we kicked the first show off with um, that, that quarterback with Sanders on the back of it. Listen, man, it's just getting started, man. We're we going to start the fall season in Miami versus FAMU, who's coming to the SWAC. When I say all, I then and then see the, the the thing about it, we just played a spring season, which was unprecedented, right? We're going we, we when we go back into the, and play football again, it's going to be football season. So the anticipation for football is going to be there. The excitement that comes with it, this was good. Everybody's playing come fall. Everybody's well, so heard Coach Prime say he, you know, he's looking forward to to the, to the fall and his guy everybody's anticipating that matter of fact i think it's gonna be higher uh, so you're saying the spring ball was a was a teaser huh man uh, it uh, is uh, going uh, to be <laughs> higher because if you go back and you look at all the different media outlets that talked about this this and that 
they know what we got. Even coaches have alluded to it. Everybody wants to see what Jackson State's going to look like. Right. Now, as far as TV, from a TV standpoint, not really sure. But, man, the first two games are, are just unbelievable. You got FAMU in Miami. You got Tennessee State versus Coach Eddie George in, in Memphis the, fo- the following week. And then you finish that with a ULM. So I think the, the expectations are going to be based off of our success on the field. Man, we go 2-0, and it's going to skyrocket. It's going to go to the moon. If we if we go 0-2, you're going to see a lot of criticism. You're gonna, the, 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 a lot of people are going to be talking. And there's a lot of people that want to see Dion fail. There's a lot of people that want to see Jack State fail. Right. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna go on record and say we 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 gonna be successful. You, you hate on, <laughs> but I, I don't think the honeymoon. I think we just get started, man. I really do. Right. I'm gonna keep it simple, short and simple. People hate greatness. And That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We got guys that are – this is why, This is how you know it's not. It's perfectly set up for it because you got guys that are trying to take more of an antagonistic role, and they're making their claim to fame to Hayden Dion. Anything Coach Prime, they, they put out in a more of an antagonistic standpoint because they know it's going to get clicks and likes. So I think when you see Shador and Shiloh hit the field for Jackson State, I think there's going to be another. There's going to be a, a ton of storylines. Right. There's going to be a ton of storylines, and if he struggles, and you start you start hearing it, the birds get to change. It just it's so much, man. I, I think we we just get started. I don't know what yeah. it's going to look like or what it's going to be, but I think it's going to be massive. I really do. Right. Good stuff. All right, fellas, shifting gears uh, once again. Let's talk about these uh, facilities. That's something that I'm looking forward to. I, I know we're talking about what we're looking forward to in the fall, but even prior to the fall, you know, potentially, uh, you know, obviously we saw some things come out uh, recently with just the, the Walter Payton Center, some additional renovations. So that's something that I'm looking forward to, those uh, the, the progression of the facilities and the upgrades and the additions and things of that nature. Um, I'll say this. Um I doffed my hat off to A.D. Robinson, uh, President Hudson, and uh, the staff, the entire uh, staff at uh, Jackson State. And I, I think we're, we're really trending and heading in the right direction for not just football, but all athletics. Um, I'm, I'm so excited, man, to see the, the, the first wave that we – the AAC, is. it looks beautiful, man. It looks great. Gorgeous. Uh, it is seriously, and it, 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 I think it warms all of our heart to go to our campus and see some of the things that they've been able to do. Uh, we've been longing for facility upgrades. Uh, when you get some of the uh, some pictures released that shows a little bit of what some progress that's being made, man, I'm so excited to see uh, what's to come. I know we, we we've gotten the ball rolling on phase two. I, I tend to kind of just wait and see what it's going to look like, but I think just from a not just a recruiting standpoint, but just from a um, just from a fan, alum, just supporter of Jackson State and all things. We know what we need. It's 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 a long time coming. I'm so excited for for the progress that we're making, and I cannot wait, man, to see the the covered practice facility, uh, practice field with turf, and and uh, Coach Prime is asking for a second field to be able to work special teams and offense at the same time. And this, he talked about the other sports getting there. Uh, getting new fields and, 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 and facilities and hopefully we progress soon to a new stadium but 
my man, I, I'm looking forward to just see how far along we come come the beginning of the fall. Hopefully, phase two will be done and we'll be using uh, the Walter Payton Center in, 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 in everyday operations. Mm-hmm. Look here, um, I tell anybody, I think we have the best athletic staff in the SWAC in the country. Um, I believe in A.D. Robinson, his vision. Yes. I love everything he's doing. And um, we, as a fan base, and all alumni and all supporters need to get behind them and support them. Because right. we see the vision and we see what they're doing. I'm excited for the kids, man. A lot of these kids, they deserve it. Um, mm-hmm. They shouldn't have to go other places to get some of these um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Amenities. Amenities and just simple things that they they deserve. And I'm happy to see that we have an athletic department that's stepping up the game. Let's continue to build on tradition and blaze new trails. Yeah. And, and Tiger fans, when BJ says um, support, that does mean money, by the way. Oh, yeah. We got to uh, open it up those wallets, man. I think that but, speaking of speaking of money, man, that that uh, the locker um, that oh, they're yeah. promoting, the locker, um, what do you call it, sponsors? Name it right. Oh, oh, man, that's had to get me one. So, you know. Innovative. Uh, Innovative. Great, great ideas. But go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'm very excited to uh, to see how, how how we progress along with these facilities and when they get built. And you know, you look at the recruits that we're getting now. Uh, imagine when 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 everything when the dirt settled and everything's built and everything's completed, um, it's it's going to open up the floodgates. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. All right, fellas. And I know another thing we've been talking about that we've, we're really looking forward to this fall, kind of talking offline, This unif- these uniforms. Obviously, Coach Prime's come in and with the Under Armour deal and added a lot of splash to the uniforms, the different color combinations. But what I understand, that's going to go to an even higher level in the fall. Ooh, so, yeah. BJ, you looking forward to that as well? I am. Coach Prime has spoken on the energetic responses that he has received from recruits about the uniform possibilities. Now, I know this has had mixed reviews from the fan base, but personally, I love it. If the recruits and players love it, I love it. Um, I'm excited to see what new styles we see upcoming this fall season. I'm going to make this uh, real simple. We've had the ugliest uniform since 1999. <laughs> Come on, now. We had a couple Maybe I think when Ivy played, the, the, the one that had the Tigers on the front, um you didn't like the terrio uniform terrio was was pretty good it was all right but man for the most part listen Corey. in 20 years man we're talking about two seasons i I, our uniforms (laughs) have been pretty hideous and i i you know listen i i'm i'm so happy that look with his mantra man you look good you feel good you feel good you play good you pay play good they pay good so here's the thing we saw three new uniform combinations this uh, spring. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what he says. You know, he's mentioned that there's more to come. You know, he, he talked about the excitement and the emails that he received from recruits uh, excited about wearing the red. One thing he hit on that I'm excited for is he talked about different helmets. Oh, man. I mean, when you think about what we currently have, which is a blue lid and a white lid and the way they kind of mixed it up, Makes you wonder what is he gonna do next? Do we see a red helmet? Uh oh, come on, Tiger fan! Don't don't don't, don't, don't lose us! Don't lose <laughs> us yet! If we, we man, what if Coach Prime rolled us out in the all red uni man with helmet? <laughs> we we 
Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, we when you have a, a a coach that is in that that is in tune with the recruits the way that he is and knows how to take advantage of unit swag, man, we look good this fall. I mean, this past spring, we look good. We look good, man. Especially that all white uni was my Ooh. personal favorite. Um, but it makes you it makes you excited about what's to come. He said it's already done. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, we do like some type of reveal with the facilities and the unis, and just make man blow it up, Coach Prime. Make it make us uh, tease us. Don't show us on on social media. Have an event, man, and roll it out. Uh, um, I, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for what's to come, and I think the recruits will love it. Uh, uh, JSU faithful, we got to be a little bit more open minded for those that don't understand. Absolutely. Uh, like he said, he didn't get a chance to meet W.C. Gordon, um, but his way of honoring him was the red uniform. Uh, embrace it and accept it. You know, it's all for the good, and the, and the recruits love it. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I might, I might get more, you know, nasty text messages now for people. Now that you mentioned the red helmets, or if, it, if that's coming, because I got um, some. I've, I've just got so many um, calls from. You know, uh, old school JSU alumni who, who just um, they they just not feeling the red. You know, our colors are blue and white. We know that everyone knows that, but um, it's okay to have a WC red. You know, color rush jersey. That's totally fine. Right. Um, and the recruits like it. And if that's going to attract attract more recruits to the program to make us a winning program, um, everyone should be happy. Um, I, I don't understand why a lot of fans are so. Um, upset about uh the red uniforms but i guess that's you know that's that's why they're them and and i'm me but um i i just don't understand (laughs) it but um but um the main thing is we look good they look good the players enjoy it uh the recruits enjoy it so uh to me um i'm not saying that that you know their wants and their interests supersede the interests of our alumni but uh we have to be real those are the guys that's going to be suiting up for us and um and and that that's very important. That, that that should matter. I think if you're winning, it don't really matter. Right. I think we got to win. Winning cures all. I mean, when you when you lose and you find a lot of stuff to complain about. I mean, yeah. I I want to see Jackson State with an all black uniform. <laughs> I just a black I helmet, black top, black pants, cleats. I believe call it I, call it what you want to call it. We all have black awareness. Hey man, whatever you <laughs> I mean, I'm saying I understand the uniform stuff, man, because I'm big, big, big on recruiting. Key I've been following this for, for <laughs> years, man. And I'm telling you, I'm um the Oregons of the world, just to name a few. And I do understand, like he mentioned, we're not Alabama, where you can put on, you know, two jerseys and one pair of pants and, and go kill everybody. You know, we, and white. we we gotta use every angle that we could get. Hey man, we got a we got a um, a former MEAC team coming to the SWAC that has had the best uniforms, arguably in HBCU, and that's Bethune Cookman. They get it. They had chrome. They got a chrome helmet. They got they Woo. they probably had twelve different uniform variations, and 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 you know it, it, it's it's you can have fun with it. You can do what you want to do with it, but you know I respect the the former the football players that have played in. I respect everybody's mind on it. I just think there needs to be a little bit more consideration for the newer generation. And this is just the wave now. This is how, right. This is the way. Absolutely. 
Well, you know, I, uh, since, you know, Ken said he wanted the black, uh, I guess he's putting in a request since we're doing requests. <laughs> and, and I, and let me say this, I don't get caught up in the whole uniform thing. I don't, I don't complain about it. It's too much red or this and that. I just, it is what it is. I just want us to be a good football team. Uh, so I don't complain, but, but if I can put in a request, if we can just get the, the, the red, if we get the red face mask, really take it back. To really take it back, that would just it's coming, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay, if we get that, Coach Prime, if you're listening, uh, Latoya Williams, Director of Football Operations, make sure he's listening. Uh-huh. Face mask, and I will leave it at I that. Mean, I mean, I, I say, I say one more thing. I anticipate Coach getting a little creative with, you know, a different, maybe a different logo on the helmet, um, a couple of different themed looks. If I could ask for one request for one game. I want to see a Jackson State uniform with the I love on the back of it. Mm-hmm. And I want the I love on the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. In the end zone. If you I can, we can do it, we could hashtag the I love in the, in both end zones, opposite colors. And you put, if you want to do that black and white, I'm with it. Ken, I, I I, I, I'm not opposed to the I love on the front. Because if especially if we're if we're on TV, everyone knows it's Jackson State. So you know Jackson State being on the front of the the jersey is not not a necessity, but the D I love I think it to be even more visible. But at the end of the day, if we're scoring and running kicks back, you're gonna see the back of that jersey a lot too. So either way, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's just I mean the point the whole point of the matter is is that um, we are in Mississippi. I love I'm from Mississippi, born and raised. I get it, man. We don't like to change a lot. We, we like to stay where we are. Um, but change is okay, man. It's all right to see a different variety and think about it like this. You're probably only going to see the uniform you're mad about for one game. Maybe if we two. win. And if we win that game, that should take the, that, that taste I, out of your mouth. I hope, <laughs> if we, I hope yeah. the game that we win, the SWAC championship, man, yeah, it's all red, so we can figure <laughs> out if we won't be mad or we gonna be happy. <laughs> all right, kid, let, let's move on. Let me let me me save Ken from himself yeah. right now. Let me save with himself. Good, good stuff. We, we'll see. I'm definitely looking forward to the different combination. I know Under Armour from day one, they've been all in. They've been excited about this merger, oh, yeah. this partnership. I uh, give them an opportunity to, you know, add even more visibility to their brand and just be more creative because I know they wanted to give us a, a some different looks. So that allowed their their creative and design team to really uh, step out, go outside the box as well. So, oh yeah, shout out to Andom. Yeah, absolutely. All right, fellas, let's take one quick timeout and let's come back with one final talking point, one final thing that we're looking forward to in the fall. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Kohl's understands that. That's why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout, like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, plus Kohl's new exclusive athleisure brand, Flex, balancing smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort. Kohl's is designed to give you the look you want, for the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. So check out Coles.com. All right, last but not least, guys, let's wrap this thing up, this two-part series, what we're looking forward to the most this uh, this fall. How about 
the energy around the city and campus, especially as things slowly open back up and we get into this this fall season, starting with this big Miami game. But I know all the talk is going to be leading up to that just throughout the summer is going to be just about Jackson State football. And, and it's especially with you three guys, because you guys are not only did you attend Jackson State, but you guys are from the city of Jackson. Mike B., proud Jim Hill guy. He lets us know about that all the time. Uh, Where you go? BJ, <laughs> BJ, the Callaway product, and Ken Clark. I'm going. I'm going to call you Murray and Madison Central. I, I know you. Correct. We, we That's consider, correct. Yeah, we consider that Madison Central. You know that that metro area as well. Uh, so, what do you guys just think about the energy around the city? And I'm going to start with BJ because you still live there. I know Ken. You moved on. You're out there on that West Coast, and that that LA traffic, and Mike's <laughs> over here in Orlando with me. But Ken, but uh, BJ, let's start with you, man. You looking forward to the energy, energy around the city starting this summer, but definitely going into the fall. Well, like you said, being from Jackson, being born and raised in Jackson, growing up on campus and growing up at the Vid, I've seen the car from West Street all the way to Murrow. I've seen cars all the way down Woodrow Wilson. I've seen all of that, the tailgating, the fanfare. And, you know, over the last year, we've been dealing with a pandemic and, you know, a lot of other things. So with things slowly starting to open back up and things return to some type of normal way of life, I'm going to really be interested to see how the um, city, the fans, and everybody just reacts to Jackson State football and just seeing how, you know, especially if we could go down to Miami and get a win and go up to Memphis and get a win and come back for our first home game at 3-0, and oh, my God. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think the city could contain itself. I mean, so that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to, just seeing how everybody just interacts with each other you know, after the last year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that, BJ. I remember, you know, going to games, having to park down, you know, past behind Bailey, Bailey High School, and uh, having to walk to games. So I remember how uh, packed those games were. So what I'm really looking forward to the most is uh, just what it's going to do for the local economy. If things open back up, right. um, how, you know, as Jackson State goes total to the city, especially during the fall, during football season, um, because it just opens up so many opportunities for, you know, small business owners, a lot of them black owned. So um, I'm really looking forward to um, how the city reacts to um, a prominent JSU football team. And uh, and I, th- I think it's just going to be a great sight to see. You know, you look at you know, everything that is going on in the, in, in the city now, you talk about crime and blight and so forth. But uh, Jackson State has always been something that's brought the city together and, and brought us a, a, a balance us and brought us some peace. So uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, getting back to that and, and seeing as things open back up, we're getting back to uh, the fall football season. I'm really looking forward to seeing Jackson State do well. And that's going to be a, a large part of the healing process in the city of Jackson. Man, you guys made some good points. Um a recent article talked about um, kids being social media influencers, right? They right. talked about how a tweet, they monetize tweets. I mean, a, a IG post. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but of all of the players that will play college football this fall, the person that, the one player that stands to make the most from a monetary standpoint, if it's allowed, is our very own Shador Sanders. And I'm saying that Shador is box office, man. 
Jackson deserves a winner, man. We've been down for a while in, 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 with, with our program. It's time, man. It's time to and, – and I think the spring gave us a little bit a little bit of a glimpse of what it could feel like to kind of – we had that, you know, that that 3-0 start. We were excited. We had a lot of home games. But like BJ mentioned, we open up the season in the fall, three games on the road, and our first home game is our fourth game of the season. Um, I think depending on how we look in those first three games, regardless of the fact there's going to be great anticipation because – not everyone's going to be able to travel to those games, but I really and truly hope that you know that this pandemic gets things are starting to gradually open back up. Hopefully, everyone's you know if they decided on vaccines and whatever you know, hopefully we can get back to tailgating and and and, and you, when you when you smell the smoke in the air, you know JSU football is there. You know I I I I, I don't mind the long lines and I want to see a packed stadium, but I will say this though. If we put if Coach Prime and his team and staff is able to put a winner on the field, the expectations for the fans in the city of Jackson is going to be increased as well. They're gonna he's gonna expect us to be at the games. So if you're hearing this, man, be prepared to buy season tickets, be prepared to be at the games, be prepared to come to the games. And man, I am so excited to see Shador take the field. And I know I'm not alone. Um the kids box office, man. And I, I'm telling you, it, it's it's not to 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 co-mingle a star, a star personality with a star, you know, coach and a and a and a star program with rich tradition. Man, it's 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 time. And I think um when you looked at, I'm gonna say this, when you had when coach had the little spring game, the little spring game, that was some people in the city, man, that that was, you know, that was that are pillars in the city of Jackson that were invited to come to that game. I'm talking about, you know, I ain't, I ain't talking about big names. I'm talking about um, 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 big personalities in the neighborhood. I'll say it that way. And they came to see Shador. I think Jackson State football is going to be the most exciting ticket in the, in the city. And like you said, Mike, hopefully it, it boasts the economy. And, man, it, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. So, um, yeah, the energy is going to be high and the expectations will too. I just hope we're able to have a winning season and not just a winning season, a championship contending season come this fall. Yeah, it's just a, it's a different vibe in the city. When, when, when JSU football is successful, it's just a different – it's a whole different feel. I can't I can't put it in the words or describe it or articulate it, but it's just – it's different. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Same here, man. I love – being in the city and you see everybody with the flags on the car. And oh yeah. You see <laughs> different businesses. You, even if you go to a local gas station and you just see all the JSU paraphernalia, you just see, it's just, it's just a different vibe, man. It's like on that Saturday, it's like, it's just, it's just cool. No matter what's been going on on that Saturday, it's cool. So that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to. Absolutely. All right. So we have a lot to look forward to fellas. Uh, you know, obviously in the fall, but let's let's reconvene and talk about what we have to look forward to this summer. Because obviously we're talking about having the, all the student athletes on campus, and we're looking for some new names to be showing up. And uh, we'll start getting start hearing about who those players will be coming through the transfer portal and, and the different avenues as well. Uh, so we'll talk about what we're looking forward to in the summer. But uh, great job, guys! A two part episode, so much to look forward to. Uh, but we'll leave it there for now, and I uh, will talk to you guys again soon. All right, awesome. great stuff, fellas. 
And that'll do it for this episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.